Hello, everybody. I'm Dylan Gott. That is John Hastings. And this is Broken John Hastings. That's Brother Brother um, Brother (laughs) Biro. We all know what he was going to say. Yeah. (laughs) Brother Meth Face, ladies and gentlemen. Brother I don't know. Do you know if Matt Hardy is on drugs right now? I think Matt Hardy. Here's the thing about Matt Hardy. Can I tell you this? I wish you would. It is a podcast, after all. <laughs> you know what? This podcast, I'll keep my opinions to myself. You um, know what? Uh, for this podcast, no talking, only thinking. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the welcome to the wrestler review meditation style. Mm-hmm. Let's all think about Jeff Hardy and what he must have been feeling when he jumped over that guardrail. I think that Matt Hardy drugs make him better, and Jeff Hardy drugs make him worse. Go ahead. <laughs> that's the whole point i think that matt hardy um does drugs and thinks of cool things like hey i thought matt hardy like, was sober now i didn't think matt hardy was doing dragos anymore when did he get sober i think he got sober in like 2011 when they were like when the hardy boys were being a wild boys the hardy man it's cool yeah. how like there clearly is no like they always go back to being the hardy boys even if one of them is doing much better on their own like Every time they've been on their own, they've both done much more interesting work, at least from a fan perspective. One of them has. What 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 interesting work has Jeff Hardy done besides Willow? I think Willow? Jeff Hardy, dude, Jeff Hardy, other than Willow, which is <laughs> literally a backyard wrestling character he had, which is so funny. Yeah, but he's a backyard wrestling character. There's so much to get into this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our continuing Jeff Hardy saga. The this imagination is the, of Jeff Hardy. This, this is, is the... Um, the imagination of Jeff Hardy. For some reason, we are now doing Jeff the final part of Jeff Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Hardy's. Un- you know what? What we should do is the next episode should be us reporting what happens in the future. We think about Jeff Hardy, but as oh. fact. <laughs> okay. Well, here's the weird thing: is I think Matt dies first, and then Jeff gets real weird. I think Jeff in the uh, climate apocalypse that awaits us in ten years. Uh, five, it's five years. Okay, five, five years. Five years from now, Jeff Hardy gets a point. Uh, gets a spot on the ship, but then sees how high up he is as he's rocketing towards Mars. Swantons, Swantons himself yeah, to death out of outside in space. And as and he then, does that, everyone goes. He died doing what he loves, misunderstanding a situation. <laughs> and then on the way down, uh, Vince McMahon is also outside, but he's in like a space suit. He's fine. And he's yelling at Jeff. Now you can't work raw. I hate you. Yeah. Now, finally you're going to, now you, now when Jeff Hardy got to hell, he's like, Oh my God, is this just a Sunday night heat taping? <laughs> it's like, yep, that's right. That's hell how bad your just, job was. Hell is just the wrestler's court where Bradshaw forced both Hardy boys to drink and literally ushered in their substance abuse problems. Is that how they started drinking? I wouldn't be surprised at all. See the mug? Oh, it's great. I, my brother got me one that says, brother, homie, wingman, meaning my <laughs> mug is better than your mug. Brother, homie, wingman. Yeah, because I'm a brother, I'm a homie, and I'm, of course, I, a wingman. Let's, everyone knows how old your brother is, yes? like Yes. Okay, so I just want to... You wingmanning for your brother would be fun. I, I am a wingman for 18-year-olds. What I do is I drive them <laughs> to a bar, I give them each a crisp $10 bill, and I go, you go in there. And you buy a nice lady, a nice cocktail. Nice cocktail. You know, back in my day, missionary position was called showing off. Yeah. We don't do missionary position. We millennials don't do missionary position. You know what we do? 
we just jack off on our own individual homes, then call a lady we like and go, have you ever had any organic food? I don't believe you. Yeah. Well, I guess what Com- would it be different? Like just fucking freewheel putting your thumb in your own ass. That's what I do. Anyway, Jeff Harvey. Oh, you fucking got him, Dylan. You got him. Show's over. We got him. Guys, we got him. Shortest step, best yeah. ratings. Shortest step, biggest loads dropped. So, but we all remember how Jeff, how the Hardy Boys came back. They came back. It was the best. It was the best part of that, that WrestleMania. Right. Everyone was super surprised. The only good was, part of that WrestleMania. Oh, that is not true. What about the excellent Roman Reigns Undertaker match? That's true. Yeah. What about Jeff? Jim Ross not able to grieve. Jim Ross. Jim Ross. Your wife is your I wife is dead. Yeah. Uh, well, then I assume Mr. Man was like, "Congratulations, you'll be able to work on the flight. See you here." <laughs> Jim, we got your back at the head of talent relations. Jim, I spoke to your wife on Monday, and she was being a bit naggy when it came to hotel admin. Luckily, that's not a problem. <laughs> I guarantee it's like. For Jim Ross, it's like, well, what do I want to do? Do I want to be around the kids that I ignored as a child? Or do I want to just be near The Undertaker? It's like, Here's something I think about I'll way more than I should. Okay. Jim Ross chose Bill Watts over his his ball spawn. Yeah. Yeah. He looked at Bill Watts, a man who was yelling, buy Krugerrands at a cokehead, and went, that guy's better than my kids. That guy is so much better than my kids. That tale is old as time, though, man. I mean, I don't want to get. No, it is uh, not. No, no one else has that tale. No one else has career Jim Ross's over, life. Career no one has Jim family? Ross's life. Jim There's Ross so is raised. People, Jim Ross is raised by a child's drawing of America in the fifties. Just a farmer from Oklahoma with yep. thin, muscular stomach, and then and a beautiful wife, a beautiful. Sexed Jim Ross wanted to wife. fuck his mom, and he never got. Of over course, it. he did. He did. He, he, he had one opportunity, but. She was dead and the police were there. Uh, and then he had one son. That one son, for some reason, loves two things. The concept of being a coach and Oklahoma University football. And then that man grew up to be a pudgy smoker who hates his kids and talks a lot about porn stars during any radio interview. And let me tell you something else about that man. That man does not like the Hardy Boys. He loves them. The Hardy Boys redebuted at the WrestleMania Who Gives a Fuck the only go. fun part where the New Day brings them out, they walk out. Uh, this is when um, a friend of the show, Brendan Burns, told me that supposedly Matt Hardy had like super fucked up hips, which I always so I always remember the Matt Hardy of watching his hips fucked. Matt yeah, Hardy Matt Hardy's fucked so fucked up. <laughs> like it is crazy because like this shows what how bad a top rope leg drop is for you, where it's like. You're just landing on your spine day after day. I mean, there's so many things we learn where it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, what was Hulk Hogan's finishing move? Leg drop. Um, What was fucking Billy Kidman's finishing move? Uh, He flips forward in midair and lands on you with his whole body. Who's had 11 million surgeries? Well, that's Hulk Hogan. And Billy Kidman, I assume he's doing insurance and having sex with a very plain looking woman. No, Billy Kidman was a, he was a road agent for a million years. He's one of those guys. Who What's he doing now? In. What's he fucking doing now, though, bitch? I don't know. Um, yeah, that's right. Did you? Did it hurt when I called you, bitch? <laughs> no, I'm Will Smith. You? No, Smith. no. Don't date this episode. Don't date this episode. No, I'll date whoever I want. I assume it'll be your wife. Smith. No, Will Smith. I'm gonna date Will Smith. Anyway, 
John, did you have any thoughts about Will Smith? It's been a week. Yeah, it's the I, week I, anniversary of that of the thing that like there will be a great documentary about. It has not be been like, a week. What are you OJ's. talking about? It's not even. Oh no! When this comes out, it's been a week. Yeah, good yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like. Be an I don't care. Here's what I. Here's the thing: is yeah, Will Smith couldn't take a fucking joke. No fucking shit. And the Academy should have been like, get the fuck out. Here's my main problem with the Will Smith thing: is for the last fucking ten fucking fuck years, all I've ever heard is we have to defend comedians. Comedians are in trouble. We have to defend comedians. And then a tiny little comedian is slapped in the face by a bitch fuck who can't rap and can't act in the Independence Day. Independent my dick. And then yeah. everyone's just like, whoa, my dick. Well, so you don't, you can't talk about, you can't talk about his wife. Yeah. Hey, Jada Pinkett Smith, you were in a new metal band. You're lucky that that information wasn't spread wide because then everyone would have been like, we should kill her. They suck. Fuck off. It just exposed so much bullshit hypocrisy. You know, we're going to protect the cop. We're going to protect comedy. Oh, and then a comedian's getting smacked. Whoa. Yeah, oh, I fucking hate it. That's what I have to say about everything. He Let's is talk still more about a producer, Billy Kidman. For what? For the Oscars? WWE. Billy Kidman was working at the Oscars Billy when this Kidman happened. Let the slap Do you know? happen. Because because Will Smith is in the new blood. If this turns out to be <laughs> the long con of the dying days angle no, of WCW, and they bring back the Millionaires Club in the blue blood Here's and the new that- blood definitely applies to this show and i'm not making this up and not this episode but it will date the episode but it does fill me with rage eric bischoff go ahead is going all in on the conspiracy theory that this slap was faked Uh... and it's like i want to kill him with a small rock so it takes a long time because i have to see it and then i see all these fucking breakdowns about how goddamn slap was faked and it's like it wasn't no, it wasn't. He you, can't it, fight. It's a yeah, guy, thank you. Thank it's a guy you. who can't I fight wish. trying to hit someone, and he hit him with the end of his hand because he was like halfway through the slap. He was like, oh, my God, what the fuck am I doing? I'm A, ruining my career. B, I'm not even going to hurt this guy. And C, I don't like my wife that much. I don't my wife that much. He's fucked with open relationship. He's fucked. Yeah. No, I, by the way, can we just say this about open relationships? They turn out all the same. I don't know any open relationship that doesn't have a I'm a slap Chris Rock style moment. The man, if he was, unless he's like a actually like raised it, raised in a different way than most men are, it breaks them mentally. I ha- I ha- I cannot. T- there is su- a, such a story that would win my point right now that I you cannot have a tell. A billion st- dollars, and you're still like everyone's just making fun of you for your wife. Having said, even though he's Will Smith, by the way, he clearly and also, has a lot of sense. Also, by the way, we're going to cut get, this part out, but whatever. No, we're not cutting this part out. We, yeah, whatever. It's all content. Yeah, it's all content. I'm, we're not, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm a wife. I'm a boss. I, I will tell you, I have, I have a story that's in this realm that I, I'll t- I can tell you, Dylan, after the podcast. John's but I'm not even into an iPhone 96 that looks like a very nice microphone, John. Thank you. Purchasing he's got a an microphone. orange toque from Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. I shaved uh, my a, face. I'm, that was a. I don't like that you shaved your face. I like lighting, I like bearded Dylan. In the right I like bearded lighting, Dylan. I enjoy how it looks in the wrong lighting. I like bearded because this is this is young, fresh face Dylan. I like bearded. I'm a dad. Get away from me. Give me a big pizza. That's the Dylan I like. You know what I mean? I'm watching AEW Dark and just doing fucking squats in my garage. 
Well, that's what I did yesterday. It was good. Of course you did. Why but wouldn't my you? That's knees why... started. My knees hurt. I'm Jeff Hardy. <laughs> oh, listen, I uh, I did yoga yesterday. Call me Jeff Harvey's because I'm fat. My knees hurt. Um, I did yoga yesterday and then pulled a bunch of nerves in my hip and then just slowly stretched throughout the day and I felt it pop back in. I've never felt more satisfied in my life. Do you want to also satisfy the Hardy Boys when they re-debuted in the WWE at that WrestleMania? Hips, guys, because you end up like Matt Hardy where it's like your body's fucked even though your younger brother is like, hey, I just did a swanton off of a BMX bike onto some nails and also yeah. while I was on the way down decided, I think I am going to get that bathtub meth started again. I did a leg drop my <laughs> I can't say hi to my son. <laughs> like It's yeah. crazy. It's also, Wait, also, can I just say one more thing? Because I did a lot say, of, uh, I watched a lot of Matt Hardy Twitch streams to try and figure out if Jeff Hardy is on drugs or not. Okay. Why is a every AEW wrestler on Twitch? Like, it's the weirdest thing because I was watching it and he's getting like well, so that, many subs and stuff like that. But then I was just like, wait a minute. Aren't these guys being paid by AEW? Like, it's one of those things where if I'm a Twitch viewer, I'd be like, I'm not giving you fucking money, millionaire. This is what the one of the things about AEW is. is remember... If you remember around the time AEW was um, formed, before in the middle of COVID, they tried to kick off all the WWE guys off of Twitch. Yeah, Yeah, Zelina Vega, the whole Zelina Vega thing. So this is basically what happened is that's one of the lures of AEW. Like they just had, um, as of this past Wednesday, Tony Storm debut and Tony Storm has a very well publicized like OnlyFans. And that's the whole thing is you're allowed to make secondary income. Like Adam Cole, one of the top AEW stars, and he, he still does indie dates. Of course he does. Also, do you want to know who got an, an email from OnlyFans Corporate yesterday? I meant to send this to you, you? to discuss on the show. Yes, I did. OnlyFans is moving into um, being like they want to be a podcast platform is what they want to be. And they want to be like Patreon. So like be behind our posts. We're switching. What I'm saying is, ladies and gentlemen, who wants to see a wrestler review? OnlyFans. I have. We can make this happen. <laughs> I don't. Do they have a better profit share than Patreon? We'll talk about this. I mean, whatever has the best profit share. I mean, honestly, you guys have been so loyal and so great for us that, like, I feel like, I feel like this is kind of like one of those weird Andy Kaufman or Gigi Allen shows where the the fucking audience will just follow us. We're like, we're gonna go shit in the toilet, and they're like, well, we did pay ten bucks for this. We might as well watch this guy shit. Yeah, I mean, we've already we've already we've already gotten through so many different audio qualities of this show. We might as well just watch them shit. <laughs> You guys have almost watched this be recorded only on iPhone ones. I mean, yeah, and and by the way, that would have been such a stark quality improvement from some some episodes. Oh, yeah. Um, here's what I'd like to say about Jeff Hardy in this era. So the Hardy Boys debut at that WrestleMania, and everyone goes fucking crazy. Everyone's so excited for what's going broken happen? Matt Hardy to be in the WWE. I don't know why we were excited for that because there's well, no way that was going to be good. So this is what I would like to relay at least is that I feel like this was the first, not the first, but one of the first times there was a WWE debut of an outside or obviously an old WWE talent that had reinvented themselves where everyone pretty much knew, oh, they're going to fuck this up, but like, let's enjoy the moment, baby. It's kind of like we as wrestling fans, every time something cool happens in WWE, react like it's like us hooking up with a toxic ex again, where we're of like, course. well, let's just enjoy the night because the morning's yeah. going to be, they're going to fucking start gaslighting. No, what it is, is it's you hooking up with a toxic ex in your 30s. In your 20s, you're like, I mean, they were crazy out. that one yeah. time, but this will be fine. In your 30s, you're like, I mean, the sex was excellent, but I 
do not actually oh like you know what i mean you're like you're like i'm <laughs> aware of what's about i even wouldn't even take this to a sexual place i have friends that are like this where you're just like i want to hang out with them but I'm not the, the first hour will be fun. And then there'll be like, all right, I don't want to have eight beers. And they're like, uh, I thought we were hanging out. And it's like, I'm 36, man. We don't, I don't yeah. have, I don't have two beers on a Wednesday anymore, man. I got <laughs> heartburn concerns. Oh, buddy. But yeah, that's exactly it. And, um, they're the Hardy boys for eight seconds until they are not even, I don't think they're the Hardy boys even at the end no, of the match the and they titles. win the match. I know That's they do, so but they break, but up like and then win one the of them is dressed like, like Jeff Hardy. And the other one is being broken, Matt Hardy. And they don't seem like they're a tag team. Like literally. Well, that's the weird thing about the Matt Hardy. It's so funny to do basically do a Matt Hardy episode within a Jeff Hardy episode. Well, Cause you kind of like, have to for this period yeah. of time, because when they debut, all of the emphasis on Matt. Like, everyone's just like, oh, thank fuck. We're going to get broken Matt Hardy in W. That's all anyone cared about. And then they're like, oh, yeah, Willow's here, too. I don't give a shit. And well, then kind of the whole story is like that Matt, which it's that's why I think the Hardy boys are so cool is that like Jeff allows Matt to essentially tell the story of like, I finally beat you and you are subservient to me because that's why he becomes brother Nero. Mm hmm. And then they have the great match, the final deletion match, all of that sort of stuff. Yes, no, I completely yeah, understand that. TNA, then, obviously, but then like this is Tina, but that. no, but this isn't. I know that we're bringing this up, but once you get to the WWE, it's this weird situation where the way that they had sort of structured their careers together, they get to the WWE, and then it was kind of like, well, what actually are we going to see here? Because it was then, then you had like broken Matt Hardy, Bray Wyatt, but Jeff Hardy was sort of an afterthought and kind of moved into this weird. It's that weird phase that the WWE, only the WWE can get into where it's like, well, we don't have any main eventers, so let's do Big Show Jeff Hardy for the world title yeah. night of champions. We like it's just made like, everybody an intercontinental champion except for Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Yeah, and maybe Bobby Lashley. Like, maybe, but it's not really. Yeah, Bobby Lashley's more like a really... Like, Bobby Lashley's like kind of booked like the big show used to be, where it's like he murders everybody, but then once he gets to Rock and Austin, it's like... He's a fucking yeah, like yeah, that's exactly yeah. They booked the big show in the Attitude Era. It's like this guy cannot be killed by bullets. Steve Austin coughed on him and he cried like a little baby boy. He's a baby. Well, yeah, it's also the schizophrenic booking where they're like, this guy is unstoppable until May when he loves to impersonate the Groucho Marx. Groucho now, but here's the show. Here's the thing with WWE at this point that's so weird is for a company that really went out of its way. For a company that went really out of its way to always sort of seem fresh or have eras, when you look at WrestleMania, that WrestleMania, which was 2017 WrestleMania, so we're looking at WrestleMania 33, it is the same fucking show. And it's five <laughs> years ago. What the fuck is going on? Like it's, it's yeah, it's a stag. We basically had WrestleMania 30 and 31, and Vince McMahon was like, My audience is enjoying our content too much. Get me my son get me a steel cage and let's impress one friend of me and dylan's that's it and that is all that they have done since that like what like what is what did jeff hardy do in this period i read the research and basically it's like um it's he hung it's out literally mush it's like he but the like, yeah no shit jeff hardy was pissed off and orchestrated him getting released because he was fucking like probably just done with this bullshit 
this is the other thing that doesn't lend itself is that like Jeff Hardy, a lot of this takes place during the pandemic era. Should, well, it very much say, takes place during a lot of it. Dur- takes place during the two, pandemic. Twenty seventeen until just recently, right? So it's like a lot of it is um, Jeff Hardy doing swantons in front of a computer screen and a bunch of people that. <laughs> we have not addressed the WWE and the COVID era at all. Like, do we remember when it was the fucking Thunderdome? Do you remember how many different things they had to censor off of those screens? Because wrestling so fans good. are assholes. I mean, we knew I mean, it was going to happen, and we're happy that it did. Of course, but I mean that I love that. Like the that they first of all, my favorite part was that the WWE didn't see it coming. That that they, they someone had a Chris Raw a Chris Benoit, pardon me, front row. Of the first Raw, and that they were like, ah, Jesus. And it's like, I how did you not know? I saw it coming, but Vince McMahon just was like, ignored them. But like, even still, like, oh, that was just wild. It was fucking crazy. But, or, like, it was just, it's, it's the internet. I thought the Thunderdome was an okay idea. I definitely thought that they would allow, pardon me, audio from people watching it, but also, no. what are you going to do? Yeah. You can't no way would they do that. <laughs> it would just be the N-word. It would just be people. Like, do you understand? Because it's also, I don't think most of those people knew they were watching wrestling. I think Vince McMahon, I think those people thought they were in a Zoom meeting. Oh, yeah. There's probably some dope Reddit stuff of just, like, the best screen caps from that era. But then you got Jeff Hardy, which is crazy to me that, like, Jeff Hardy was still doing, like, swantons to the outside. Where it's like, oh, I don't need an audience. I just enjoy yeah. hurting myself. And I just enjoy knowing that I'm really poorly committing suicide every time i do that's what it feels like jeff hardy feels like he's like what is your life's goal oh i want to die on television and it's like what why and it's like i don't know i just i want to be remembered and i want everyone to look Mm -hmm. back on my life and go we should have seen this coming (laughs) i want to die at not the top of the hour because that drives ratings i want to die at 8 30 when some people are getting ready to flip or get up to go to the TV, and I want to die in the ring with Damien Sandow. Yeah, exactly. I want to miss I want... a splash and die. And well, this like... is also the weird thing. First of all, Damien Sandow is not. Do you know who his dream opponent is? This is the thing I also learned from the research that was weird. Oh, as Roman fuck. Reigns. It's so weird. Why That's a is great that match? Your... No, it isn't. Will Jeff Hardy die? Because it's like it's not a good match. Because by the way, Will Roman Reigns is the is weirdly learned learned how to work in a weird way, and that he's a big giant big man who it looks really good. Like will Roman Reigns be thinking, able to beat a guy two feet shorter than him? I don't yes. think it's like. I think it's like oh, this is his last chance. You do. I mean, if it was AEW. And I say that because AEW does like common sense wrestling things, which is funny because it's like, oh, they're not even good. They just do common sense stuff where it'd be like, there's an unstoppable dude, but Jeff Hardy will do whatever it takes. Can Jeff Hardy beat Roman Reigns, you know, in the finals, the final world title shot of his career? And then he just got to stick to that and then he loses, Mm -hmm. but it's a fun match. And Jeff Hardy's also 800 years old, but he'll still just like, hey, Roman, throw me into the crowd and uh, everyone will stab me. And Roman's like, well, actually, most of my moves are strikes, so it's very safe for you. We're going to have to work on that because I do want to be in the hospital with a specifically broken neck. I want you to Roman, if you're not you willing though. to okay. hurt me, I will make John Moxley drink more and then I will get him in the ring. How about that, Roman? Roman, it's me, Matt. Roman, it's me, Matt. And okay. I want you to know I don't want to live and I want to die. Okay, fine then. No more Roman Reigns. I face Nia Jax now because she hurts people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Vince. 
Vince, you know how you've been weirdly obsessed with women wrestling men? Yeah, that's right. My mummy couldn't beat up my stepdaddies, <laughs> but now the mummies I make at my company can beat up any daddy. He's like, how about me and Nia Jax in a she tries all the moves they won't let her try on other people match? Good idea. Yeah, all just buckle press bombs, slams? No buckles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just press slams against guys who are huge. But anyway, Jeff Hardy. And then this, but this is an interesting thing where it's like, I feel like the internet consensus, at least from the things I listen to in wrestling media, was basically like exactly what I said. Oh, yeah, they're, they're going to fucking – it'll be weird. Remember, a lot of the impetus behind getting the Hardy Boys back was like – Broken Matt Hardy. And it was Vince just broken that character, and then it was like oh, I don't think I don't that I also, by the way, do, do not think that I don't think Vince liked that character at all. No, he did. He loved the he loved the cinematic style because he stole that was, Bray Wyatt, and then he got Matt Hardy because he's like, okay, well, this isn't working, and then he's like, well, Matt Hardy's Matt Hardy's part of Team Extreme, and they're like, no, but he's reinvented himself, and he's like, I don't know what you're saying. But yeah, it's but, making me angry because I'm saying words, you're not saying the same words back to me. Why don't you? You're supposed to say what I say. And hey, hey. Reinvent. What are the rules? But I mean, it would two be- syllables, <laughs> only two. <laughs> it would be very funny if they just went like, because obviously they're just like Team Extreme Hardies again in AEW. Because like, whatever. I mean, even like AEW people were just kind of like, it's been enough of the broken Matt Hardy thing. But um, well, also, but he wasn't broken Matt. I thought when he redebuted, we'd have a bit of bro- more broken Matt Hardy. Instead, we had Matt Hardy businessman. Like, by the way. I he love, switched to being Big Money Matt, yes. I did not enjoy Big Money Matt. I don't no like Big did. Money Matt. Yeah, I know no one did. I don't want to work at the at the Hardy home office. Or Actually, the for, weirdly, the dude who subbed in for you one week, Josh, is a Matt Hardy fan to the point where I'm a Big Boss Man fan, where he was like, loved Big Money Matt, which I get it because Matt Hardy what? is like a lot like um, Christian, where it's like, yeah, Edge and Jeff Hardy get all the things, but it's like, you're looking back and it's like, well, Christian's actually much better, and so is Matt Hardy. They're just, yeah, oh, no, no. I, they're just way more boring. It's not even that. Christian's problem is he's just slightly shorter than Edge. And also, something that I've really noticed with the WWE that AEW does not do is that a, a WWE literally sticks with whatever the whatever the first person said the first impression was. Mm-hmm. The WWE is like, we go with that. The only exception of that, the, of that rule is Steve Austin. Steve Austin was brought in to be an Intercontinental yep. Champion, became the World Champion, and Vince McMahon then made sure that could never happen again. Yeah, you're right. Because even you look at the pillars of the Attitude Era, and it's like if you even if you extend it to Kurt Angle, all three of those guys—Kurt Angle, Triple H, and The Rock—were all pigeon or sorry, uh, were all tabbed to be world champions. Huge, yeah. But same thing with the Big Show. Yeah, and their like, that's character it. work. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah, you're a Connecticut blue blood. That doesn't work. All right, you're into the Nazis and the future and Harley Race and Motorhead and your penis. That's his own. Character. The fans will love it. <laughs> What? You want you want you desperately want someone to suck your dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So bad what is the I gimmick of Degeneration X? They're four guys that are desperate for someone to suck their dicks. <laughs> Pretty much they are in grade seven. That is their gimmick. Yeah. Do I don't know why our childhood were the best? Because there were so many whatever kind of television person was you directly were, for us. Like exactly. Directly. Whatever no no. But whatever kind of teenager you were, there was an entire subculture for you. I got back knee and I don't know how to talk to girls, but I would like to be violent and I want to make good entrances. Welcome to pro wrestling. I want to wear baggy shorts and be goal oriented. Welcome to basketball. I am a goth 
and I am also a girl. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and the movie The Craft, and also inexplicably Gossip Girl. That's all we had for girls. XOXO. You could be Buffy, you could fuck off. Uh, or you know what, girls. actually, I think we're going to do a t- this sister podcast, this one called Gossip Guys. Oh, yeah. XOXO. OXOX is how that one will end. Ox, ox, ox. Ox, ox, ox. Ox, ox, ox. Anyway. Cox, cox, cox. I'm <laughs> please, so sorry. Please. I am so sorry. Two we have gone too far. No Shawn Michaels. Too far. Please. Yeah, we, ox, sorry, ox, sorry ox, for being too cock, team cock. extreme for you guys. I but I would enjoy a um, I would calling. enjoy a Hardy Boys character where it's like they just are still team extreme, but they've accepted their age, so they're like middle aged and they just talk about how fuck every promo isn't about the other tag team, it's just about how sweet it'd be if everyone had wallet chains again. Yeah. I can't hey, guys. use this thing. Do you remember those really weirdly tight necklaces girls used to wear on their throats right here? What if a guy wore those and that guy was me, Jeff Hardy? <laughs> you know what? I don't care what Vince says. I don't care how many surgeries they try to make me have. I'm going to suck my own dick. This is our manager, yeah. Marilyn Manson. Also, Rose McGowan, she lies. <laughs> Hi, this is Jeff Hardy. Are you a doctor? With Rose McGowan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The, no one can ever forget the Jeff Hardy Rose McGowan feud. It was over. Uh, Rose McGowan was in an airport, and Jeff Hardy just got on the um, baggage. Um, the baggage carousel and just started swanton bombing people's bags because when (laughs) Jeff Hardy's not with Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy's in charge of creative and you do not want him in charge of creative because his ideas are like, what if I just take a shit? That is, that is also something that they could do is a new Matt Hardy character is that, and I've met this type of guy a couple times. I would say it's all the time, but I've met the guy who they can't accept that their favorite artist as a kid was just a bad person. And they try and dispute the Me Too claims, and I think that Jeff Hardy would do that, but for Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson's their silent manager, and then Jeff Hardy rattles through the accusers and why that fucking didn't happen. Yeah. And um, their heels. That's, excuse the, that's me. the only way you could Jeff If Marilyn Manson heel. did all that stuff to get Me too then why is Kanye West still friends with him? Yeah. Yeah, that would be Jeff Hardy's logic. Okay. <laughs> mm. Only a good person would have ribs removed so they could num-num their own num-num. I mean, I'm not going to say who said this to me, but I remember when the uh, the Bill Cosby thing came out. Um, someone said to me, was like, listen, you go to someone's room, you know what's happening. It's like, what the fuck is going on? That was a lot of men. That's a lot of men said that and then had to unsay that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Every, I remember the Bill were... Cosby thing happened when it re because uh, I, I watched himself that the previous day and I really wanted to talk about it. They were like, did you hear about Bill Cosby? And I was like, funny enough, I just watched. And then they, and then God bless them, that person let me talk and just their smile grew and grew as I heaped praise upon Bill Cosby's comedy. And then they were like, he has like 16 billion (laughs) accusers. And I'm like, well, you know, the other thing is that most of that special is about what it's like when someone's literally about to pass out from being drunk. So now that I'm self-analyzing this, I want to crawl into a hole and die. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> One weird thing about Bill Cosby, and this is something I do think about, is he played the province Saskatchewan more than any other com- comedy performer. A lot performer. of fields. A lot of places. A lot, a lot of places of do some thinking. A lot of flat. A lot of same. Yeah. Of no, you know what's nice about a flat field? A lot of places to rest the drink that you've drugged for all There's the There's a ladies. lot of stuff about Mr. Cosby. Oh, also, fun thing is... um. Bill Cosby, Woody Allen started comedy together. Very good friends. Isn't there a oh lot? Oh my of, god! A lot of talent, and a lot of evil there. 
That's like oh, yeah. that's like Elon Musk and Peter Thiel starting PayPal. You're like, Woof. I mean, I, I I like the real dork fucking loser that I am. I've read a book about that, and that story is far more complicated than you realize. You know what? You know what's we're fun about we're gonna not talk about Jeff Hardy. We're just gonna talk about Peter Thiel and PayPal. Oh my god, I fucking hate Peter Thiel. Here's you know how fucking it's. You know how fucked up the Save world it for is. After the break, John, people can't wait to hear your. Hot I know. I'm gonna pee and right? then I'm gonna come back. Actually, I'm gonna give you the hot take now. Do you know how fucked up the world is that Hulk Hogan um, won a lawsuit where he talked about how Hulk Hogan's dick is bigger than Terry Bollea, mm-hmm. and that lawsuit made me hate Hulk Hogan. You would think that I would be like, now this is this is how you win a lawsuit right here. Uh, I'm ta- not talking. The tape John was very on board with. Um, portions of it. I really still enjoy how much he talks about how full he is. I don't, I don't care. What are you That's doing? man's man. Yeah. Also, I've never watched the fucking part. I've only ever watched the chat part at the beginning and then I turn it off because I feel like this. Hogan have sex? No. <laughs> I mean, neither have I. I don't, I just watched the part where he's like, oof, shouldn't eat another book. That's the part I thought. That's the, by the way, that's so, so much better than the fucking. Also, I think he takes a phone call if I'm supposed, if I remember correctly. Oh, yes, he does. Yeah, he takes a phone call. Also, the only piece of editing I've ever done for this show was I put his theme song uh, underneath um, his racist rant. And that's in the final Hulk Hogan episode of our series. Is that true? Yeah, of course. His racist rant. And then Smart. Comes up and down and it hurts inside. You shouldn't hate him, dude. Yeah, dude. Dun, 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 My, yeah, maybe I am a racist. What are you doing? You, who taught you how to pillow talk, Terry? Terry, what are you doing? Also, when you hear him talk, legit, it is just like, oh, as all like wrestlers who made it really far are, uh, it is literally just, oh, he's himself as a wrestling character. It's just he says, dude. That's it. He's like, I'll say, dude, and that's the change I'll make. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the only difference is that if me and Gene Okerlund had been in that room, the, the only one person's walking out and that tape would be far more horrifying and more Bubba, racist you got skinnier dude oh hello my name is Bubba and um pardon me I should say uh, my hello uh, my yeah. carriages because I uh, have made a little welcome everyone to Bubba's house Bubba let's just say Bubba is with me but you can't see him until I shit him out I oh. ate a fat man that's how <laughs> I had a big fat man. I'm Mean Gene Okerlund. And while you, Heather Clem, were having sex with Terry Bollea, I, Mean Gene Okerlund, sliced up and ate a fat man. <laughs> you know, the interesting thing is your protege was, in many ways, the renegade in WCW, and my protege was Ed Gein. Yeah. Everything pr- you're sitting on right now is formerly your friend Bubba. And you know what? I eat only the teeth because that's the part yeah. that makes you. Yeah. I like to shit things that are hard. I'm going to piss now. Time for a break. Peter Thiel after the break. <laughs> Hi, everyone. We just wanted to take this moment to thank everyone who subscribes to our Patreon. Um, you, This show is already worthwhile for us because it's very fun to talk about cum. But it's more fun to get paid for talking about cum, which you allow us to do. So keep drinking that cum. Come drinkers. Yeah. Um, All right. So Peter Thiel. Now, here's the interesting thing about Peter Thiel is that um, he's Jeff Hardy. He's very much clearly a guy that just does not like the world and wants it to be remade in his model and has been basically just going around making the community newspaper he had at Stanford University. 
He just keeps making that bigger and bigger and bigger. Also, Elon Musk and him did not find PayPal together. It's this weird, odd thing is that Elon Musk had a completely different financial company going that was basically also PayPal, but it was just really shitty oh, and bad. Oh, yeah, they merged. Yeah, and then they yeah. merged. and Yeah, I yeah to it's whole, so stupid. The more you read about business wars about it. If you oh, it's a, I read a book on it called The Contrarian about Peter Thiel. Ooh. And let me tell you, it makes you fear for the future. But don't tell you who doesn't fear for the future, and that's Jeff Hardy. And that's because he is on drugs. I would like to spend the rest of this episode <laughs> debating on whether or not he's on drugs right now. Here's this thing I'm saying. No, I don't think he is. I think it was an elaborate Matt Hardy scheme to get his brother out of the WWE. and Mar- Because I don't think Jeff Hardy thinks for himself at this point. I think Jeff Hardy is... Basically, Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy are like, they're two sides of the same coin. Matt Hardy is the business guy. He's the like, he's always doing Twitch. He's always reinventing his characters. He went to AEW like what? In 2019, like he saw the writing on the wall and was like, fuck this fucking fed. I'm out of here. Let's go. And Jeff is like, they got money here. And I used a hot tub yesterday. Yeah, I feel like, well, Jeff Hardy, it's the difference between... And it's it's why they work as a tag team. It's the difference between a lot of things where it's like Jeff Matt Hardy's a grinder and Jeff Hardy's a star. It's it's we've seen this yeah. all the time where it's like we know people who um you know he's he so he's tabbed for stardom immediately. So he just like doesn't do it's like exactly like Jeff Hardy. It's like he just doesn't do all the fucking bullshit you have to do versus you know um Matt Hardy where it's like uh, you just can't deny the guy. Because he's just going to keep on being a wrestler. Versus Jeff Hardy, you could just get him to... He's like, well, fucking me. And which is... I'm not saying that one or the other is right. Because I guarantee Jeff Hardy has a... In some ways, a way happier life than Matt. Because he's like, I'm going to be in a band. Because wrestling isn't that important to me. Because people just think I'm good at it. Versus Matt is kind of like... Fucking chasing this like white whale of... Until recently, yeah, no, I don't think it's like I don't think it's like that at all, and I also don't think Matt Hardy's in a band because um, he thought it was going to be fun. I think he's in a Jeff band because he's like, I don't know which one is in a band. The one that we're talking about right now, who's in a band? You don't think Jeff Hardy's in a? You don't know Jeff Hardy's in? A band. No, I know Jeff Hardy's he in a band. I've heard, I know he did, and let me tell you, that is a trend I didn't want to continue then, and I don't like that it is now. Yeah, I, I like that. Like good guys are doing their own theme song. Like Brody King does his own theme song. It's like. What are you talking that about? That sucks. Bro, who the fuck's... Why do I... Which it's one's Brody King? I know. Which one is he? He's in the House of Black with Alistair Black. With oh, Black yeah. Black. Oh, by the way, I popped in on that little fucking non... That is... Again, and Matt and Jeff Hardy are part of this, too, is AEW loves a... Let's concentrate on three segments and have those booked and written. And then the rest of the show was like, um, uh, Malachi Black forms a gang with two guys and then they meet tully blanchard and go to the store it's like listening to a, a four-year-old tell a story describing some of the segments on AEW. yeah it, it was like it's like um there's a dinosaur and his friends from the jungle and the red dragons took the belts and then um it's all about the boom I get what you're saying, but like they're all 
versions of the Hardy Boys. They're all trying to like recapture what the Hardy Boys had in 1999, where it's like yeah, but no one is going to have what the Hardy Boys can capture because basically, here's how the Hardy Boys got over. They started wrestling from when they were 13 because Wahoo McDaniel doesn't give a fuck and was just like, he'll do it. Or whoever it was that was finding job guys. Chief J. Strongbow. I couldn't remember. Was it Chief J. Strongbow? I assumed you confused those two. No, I don't think it was Strongbow. I think it was. We'll talk about it in the first Jeff Hardy episode. You know who I think it might have been? I think it might have been Blackjack Mulligan, and that's even funnier. I was like... Yeah, they start as hard. They start as job guys at sixteen, and Scott Hall beats the shit out of them. Yes. And then right there, they kind of start popping up in these weird daisy print tights. We should talk. We should table this one for the actual. I know, but there's a there's a point coming here, which is the reason why everyone wants to be the Hardy Boys from then is because they basically just change their clothes. And one of them just started doing crazy shit. And the fans are just sort of like, yep, this forever. And Jeff Hardy is basically not changed from that moment. Essentially, Jeff Hardy just changes his shirt, does a crazy move. And then they're like, great, stay there. Let's go through. Like, do you, what Name a time that isn't what just Jeff Hardy does. How do we change Jeff Hardy's career? Well, you remember how he used to wear a black shirt? Now it's a black um, undershirt with a long sleeved shirt under that. Yep, perfect. What's he going to do? Uh, he just did a swanton into a bunch of piranhas, was eaten by the piranhas, shit out by the piranhas, reformed, elbow drop. <laughs> yeah, this is, but this is what, this is the period of Jeff Hardy's career, and we're still in it where it's like, holy fuck, how old is this guy? And he's still doing this shit. Because I feel yeah. like there is a lot of anti Jeff Hardy sentiment that we'll get into in his, oddly, his second WWE run when they start actually pushing him. And because every time oh, they yes, really the... go with Jeff Hardy, Every time they really go with Jeff Hardy, everyone's kind of like, yeah, he can't really do a promo and he's not really good in ring. He's just kind of like a really, really charismatic stuntman. I mean, I also do disagree that he can't go in the ring. I understand what people... Because he's a fucking backyard wrestler. Yeah, I see what people are saying, but it's also one of those things where it's like there's a ton of different wrestling styles and stuff like that. Like, yeah, where Jeff Hardy oh, is... Mu- like, put Jeff Hardy in the ring with any of the cruiserweights is the other thing that like, oh my God. Because part of it is Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy to a certain extent. And a bunch of other guys. The the most amazing division for all of them would have been that like early Nitro Cruiserweight, where it's like Rey Mysterio Jr. and Cyclope are going to do a 15 minute match that ends in both of them drilling to the center of the earth and then double moonsaulting onto each other's dicks. Like it was just yeah. so amazing and interesting time for pro wrestling. And just Jeff Hardy has kind of never been. I see what you're saying when you call him a backyard wrestler, but it's kind of that thing of like, how do I say this? He's just going to do the thing he's going to do, and he kind of doesn't care because his dream was to be a wrestler, and he achieved his dream at 16. That sort of sounds weird about Jeff Hardy, but like... Oh, he got it immediately, yeah. Yeah, like, it's in the way that, like, yeah, he's burned down a bunch of houses, and he has a bunch of meth addictions, and he brings up his daughter and wife, his daughters and his wife just enough where I'm like, ooh, I think you're using again, son. He's, um... So this period, obviously, they're on high alert for any substance abuse thing, which is funny because... But I don't understand why, because they haven't shown any signs of substance abuse, all of that sort of stuff. All you basically have is all the other shit they're doing and they're super corporate, like the fucking the fact that like. Oh, yeah. They're definitely up for sale. Like, is that what you're talking about? Like how they're no, definitely I'm talking going- about like just having a bunch of people like during just never stopping during the pandemic. The UFC caught a lot of heat because they they basically Dana White was like, I don't understand why we can't have fucking events like basically big, you know 
he's Dana White. He's basically like. <laughs> Oh my god, Fight Island? No one talks about how fucking crazy the UFC could remember they're gonna have just an isolated island and people just fight on the island. Yeah, Yeah, just surrounded by Sultans. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but the WWE just didn't ask, they just did that. I didn't realize the Sultans were gonna be there. I thought that it was just that there were gonna be two people on an island, which I was like, why where is this TV show? I'll watch this every week. (laughs) I'm aware. The WWE went way further than that. They got declared an essential service by the governor of California governor of Florida. That's how they were able to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, that's what I mean, though. Like, Vince McMahon... But again, but he wasn't on drugs. They they literally tried to keep him afterwards and offered him the Hall of Fame for some reason. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, they are extra hard on guys like Jeff Hardy maybe doing drugs because they're doing much worse things. Just like if... I don't know. But again, I don't think Jeff Hardy was on drugs at all. That's why the whole thing still confuses me. Is I don't... Because I, they're I don't on high think- alert. That's what I'm saying, though. They're on high alert for things that are like a b or c level of importance because they're doing a lot of stuff that's an a level of importance that are like the jamal Khashoggi murders and how they have a fucking thing in saudi the next month but and they like and if they the went tweet something that could be misconstrued as homophobic yeah, I... they will kill him in the street to show that they are an ally of the lgbtq i totally see what you're saying because they're like yeah we can we can manage this we can't manage yeah prince the... salman yeah, exactly. We need all this money. We're going to make the decisions that affect our bottom line. Who gives a fucking shit if Jeff Hardy's actually on? And, and Jeff Hardy said in interviews that he would come back. But here's how his run basically works. They do the It's it's a microcosm of every single run that he ever has in WWE. Hardy boys are there. They win the tag like titles. That. They lose the tag titles. Like um, Jeff wins the U.S. title. He's a very good, good U.S. intercontinental champion. Cause you can, of course he is. Basically, you can work a match like he's... The ultimate warrior, but a way better wrestler because, like, he's super inherently charismatic, but you can't really nail it down to just doing promos. There's just something about Jeff Hardy that's, like, super, super watchable and great. You can harness that by putting him in the ring with really good wrestlers, which there is such a glut of, which is why I think Jeff Hardy stands out now, is because there's such a glut of hyper-competent, great wrestlers who aren't Uh, necessarily interesting. And Jeff Hardy Watch is AEW interesting. Dark. It is. Yeah. Everyone is I'm not, such a good wrestler. I am and not watching AEW Tony Nese is a fantastic wrestler. I Dylan, couldn't care less about Tony Nese. I need you to know this. I think you're the only one watching that show. Look at it. 100,000 people. People like me around here love squash matches. We love finishers. We love engines. I, I know. I still don't believe it. I don't care. It's, you know what part of the reason why it turns me off? Is that they call it dark. Fuck why? you. I know what they're Why doing. Fuck it's like, you. It's the, Why fuck you? It's supposed to be the know. dark just, portion. Dark I matches. know. It's the dark matches. I I get it. That's also why is it, I just like, can we just, just fuck off? I don't know. It's just all so nerdy. Basically, here's the thing. So Jeff Hardy, it's the end of his run. Yeah, we're not he doesn't nerds, want to be there. We just have a podcast. <laughs> what was that? I said, we're not nerds. We just have a podcast. Yeah. Uh, I have many podcasts. Um, also, let's not act like Jeff Hardy didn't have two du- DUIs within like four, three months of each other in 2019. Yeah, but we're talking about 2021. That's two years. Yeah, if you're going to fire him, fire him in 2019. Yeah, this, again, was- this, this is exactly my point in that I think that what it was is I think Matt Hardy was just like, do you want to come work for AEW? And he's like, I got a contract. And he's like, well, I've been doing some thinking. I think I know how to get you out of that contract. Just go into the crowd for some reason. I still don't understand what he was fired for. Because he, they tried to send him to rehab and he didn't want to go. 
Yeah, and they claimed that he jumped into the crowd because he was on drugs, and he was like, I wasn't. They drug tested him. He came back negative for everything, according to his brother. But that was six I would weeks have... after, basically, he was released. Oh, yeah, is when they drug tested him. I, I wanted to know what the time be. Yeah, okay. So also, was... they were just releasing people at this point. Remember, this is the time when they released Samoa Joe, and they were like, oh, wait, oops, and hired him back, and then released him again. Oh, yeah. Who works for the dub? I assume WrestleMania is just going to be Cody's debut entrance and then Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, and that's it. Here's the other thing is they're going to move him to NXT 2.0. And um, so here's here's this is Jeff Hart. This is uh, directly from the research from the vivacious Mr. Christopher Hobson. <laughs> Hardy was described as behaving oddly during the day, then just leaving during the match by hopping the barricade interviews he's done subsequently suggest this was due to a total disillusionment in his time with the company essentially no one wants to be fucking put on nxt he was ordered to take a drug test the results of which came back negative but six weeks later after he'd already been released wwe have suffered a lot of online abuse about the incident and i obviously this is hobson editorializing i hate to defend them for anything but i've spent the last few weeks going over hardy's history with more wellness violations than anyone else we've covered a meth addiction a painkiller addiction and alcoholism in his third run doesn't seem to remiss wwe to assume something was up when he just left the match before it was finished that said i believe some accused wwe of just trying to protect their own interests and caring about jeff which no doubt is accurate and this is and this is you're right they offer him the hall of fame without matt as like a oopsie doopsie we're so sorry um but you'd be forgiven to the guy who showed up to a pay-per-view so fucked up that a christian bodybuilder sting had to hit him so hard that he could just pin him like and so many Um, he's been fired hang on hang on four times for being cokehead get sting's fucking net title correct muscular christian man wearing face paint yeah like you know righteous gemstones he's just like adam divine and righteous gemstones that's why i I need you to know this i do not know what righteous gemstones is it's all anyone is talking about and i refuse to learn (laughs) you're a contrarian you're john teal i'm i'm john teal Ooh, pal pay me But yeah, of course, like Jeff Hardy has an extremely addictive personality. He's clearly like in some way just only wants his life to be a series of fucking sick ass adrenaline rushes. And that cost him his job again. But also he's 100 percent going back to the WWE at some point. Yeah, 100 percent. I don't think Matt is. He's like, yeah, I want to do that. And it's like. The other thing about Jeff Hardy is that it's super smart for him to not just be in the WWE for a really long time because every single time where they're like, okay, we give you, you know, you start in the tag team, we give you a push, you reach this thing where you're either trying for a title or win the world title, and then they always downgrade him because, you know, Jeff Hardy's Jeff Hardy. He has tons of spots. Everyone loves him, but... There's only so much you can do with him, and there's only so much you want to do with him. Yeah. He has no he has no other characters. He is who he is. And then he He's also not like a John Cena. Yeah, yeah. He has to be a territory guy. So that's what and effectively, weirdly, his drug addiction has effectively made him a territory guy. He's three or four year run. By the time they're like, um, we're gonna put you in developmental, you're gonna job, he just like, uh oh, snorty, snorty, bye bye, and then yeah. they have him back in five years. I don't think Matt's going back to the WWE. I restate that. I think that Matt will probably end his career in AEW because I don't think Matt cares in the same way. 
Um, I think that Jeff Hardy be like a good writer, booker, or whatever. Like, yeah, I think what's fascinating about Jeff Hardy forever is I think that it, you hit the nail completely on the head. Is he's the last of the journeyman territory wrestlers in that he's not particularly uniquely skilled. He just has seven moves we'd all like to see every four minutes till the day we die. Yeah, I think I think. It, Here's the thing, though. I think he is very uniquely skilled. I just think that skill is much more like an Ultimate Warrior, Goldberg, or Junkyard Dog, where it's like this inherent, intangible charisma that he has just in the way he moves, just in the way he does moves. Like, there's a ton of people that do swanton bombs and sentons. It's just nobody does them as cool as Jeff Hardy. And the way Jeff Hardy, like, makes it, like... Every bump he takes looks like he's fucking dead. Like, and he had that from the time he was a jobber. Every I remember Jeff Hardy as a jobber in the early nineties because he looked like he was dying. Oh, of course, both of them. There's a Scott Hall match that I can't remember if it's Matt it's or Jeff, first, but it's the first match. It's sixteen-year-old Jeff Hardy against Razor Ramon, and it looks like Razor Ramon's just beating. And as a kid, you're watching this, and you're like, "He's just beating my friend up." Because we yeah, all please. had like a thin friend with long blonde hair. Yeah, me. Was like, that was me. <laughs> yeah. When Dylan met me, that's what I looked like, and it's gone um, horrible since. Um, what's your favorite what, thing about Jeff Hardy's third run? The debut at WrestleMania. That was the best thing ever. That's the only good thing. Yeah. You know what the worst I thing think about it was? It was the pandemic. I agree with that. I like that he caught the pandemic. Yeah, he did. He was the, he ate the bat at the Wahoon he snorted. West Market. Yeah, he uh, snorted. He was one of the scientists making those diseases. There's a disease lab, and it's man-made. John, um, sorry, you don't need to... only me right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a disease lab, and the diseases were man-made. That's true. We're talking about the only disease that's affected my life for the last three years. Literacy. That's good. Um. I think the worst thing about Jeff Hardy is honestly that the WWE has no nothing means anything. And, Go ahead. Um, he just was like it was a cool story him winning the U.S. title and the Hardy Boys being back for approximately four and a half minutes. Yeah, And then they just kind of they kind of go back and forth. The 50-50 booking just makes it so no one's a star. And um, they really could have like done something done they, another jeff hardy title run exactly what we're saying his yeah. match with roman reigns hey you want to keep him around you want oh oopsie doopsie sorry you immediately are like, all right you can job to roman reigns at like a backlash or something they, what, they, that's a great whatever happened to that being a nice main event for the royal rumble yeah did they still have the hell in the cell well, great balls of fire pay-per-view whatever fucking okay oh yeah the great balls of fire remember that fucking roman reigns versus jeff hardy in his his match tlc yeah, there you go. Easy. Fucking easy peasy. All those things could have happened. But you know what's going to happen Reigns right now, Dylan? With a gun and um, Jeff Hardy is confused because he thinks that leukemia is transmitted through touch. So he believes he has cancer when he loses. Yeah, oh, and he then does. Jeff Hardy learns a lot about himself and diseases. I don't think that's he does. I don't character. think he learns anything about himself. Dr. Jeff Hardy. That's the new character I would do. Fuck. Jeff Hardy has to accept that COVID is real. That's the other one. Never, he would never do it. I'm, Next week we're gonna. Do, you're falling asleep because you're in I'm, Australia. It's now one a.m. in Australia. It is nine fifty-five in the beautiful a.m. We have got through this episode, as you can tell by my voice. I am fucking exhausted. John is fucking exhausted. We did it so, for you. Please don't. We did it for you. And also, I yeah. fucking hate <laughs> Jeff Hardy in the WWE at this point. Just shut up. Also, they the made WWE John stay up sucks. past his bedtime, and they suck. It's not even past my bedtime. It's just like it's just beginning of a festival, and it's also that thing of like it's just so many. I just I love I love I love being a stand up all that sort of stuff, but just text take it out of me because I'm like, what? I don't 
I go to a comedy club and the, about the is- technician is just not there. Why do I need when we do a festival? Why do I have to pretend like just turn the mic down, turn the lights yeah, on, yeah, and I'll man. walk on? Anytime it's like there's a tech run, it's like not for me. Talking to it does it make loud? Good. Yeah. I'm and at that, and by dance. the way, does not need to. <laughs> All right. I can make anything work. Yeah. I think the thing about stand-up comedy that you realize after you do it for a while is it's like perilously close to actually just making money from not doing anything and then you're like what would it be like if i just did nothing and it would be sick john <laughs> it would not be sick i did that for two years um it would be la- sick anyway thank you so much for your time guys i do not uh, thank you patrons gonna be the, doing the only people gill. i made this call Dwayne gill we're doing Dwayne gill a guy we're who went through gilbert. jeff hardy jobber phase but then that was it and you know what uh, not true that's not true gilbert not true better than any jeff hardy character Dwayne Gill, right. i'm gonna say it right now he has more one thing you can't take away from him he has more um range as a professional wrestler than jeff hardy because i'm gonna give jeff i'll give you one more thing about hot topic and do a fucking one, one more th- on jeff one more yeah. thing about Dwayne gill what's one more thing most memorable um character of the attitude era sure <laughs> sure more than austin more than rock more than you and me everyone remembers Dwayne gill i want you to see this COVID is a lie? No, 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 slapped Chris Rock. It was Will Smith in a Dwayne Gill outfit. Next week when we do Dwayne Gill, follow us on Patreon, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Fuckbook, Pornhub, Jizz Hut. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye.